So thank you for joining us today on this podcast of the Diversify Ventures Speaker Series. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Jocelyn Morris, Assistant Director of Sponsors for Educational Opportunity. Jocelyn has had extensive experience in the financial services, manufacturing and nonprofit organization industry. Um, Jocelyn, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Sebastian. Yeah, of course, it's a pleasure. So I'd like to start off talking about um, your undergrad experience. And um, so starting off at FAMU, I wanted to ask, you know, when were the realizations you made in terms of your career there? And how did you start to begin uh, molding your path? Yes, so I started, um, I attended uh, FAMU, which is uh, Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University for those who are um, unaware. It is also um, an HBCU, so it's a historically black college or university. So I made my decision, um, you know, as original Florida native, I made my decision to attend FAMU based on their business program. I was very interested um, in business based on some courses and uh, that I had taken in high, um, high school and determined that that was certainly the uh, the path for me. So I entered their, um, their five-year business program. And so for me, um, the challenge was mostly figuring out what area within business that I really wanted to focus on. And so I started narrowing that down their particular program required us to do internships. So I was always actively seeking, um, we had to do a minimum of three internships. So I was always actively kind of seeking to figure out, I knew I was good with numbers and that was kind of the space I wanted to be in. Um, and so, you know, that narrowed it down for me to accounting and finance. Um, and after doing an accounting internship, I was kind of clear that finance was a, was a much better fit for me. Right. Um, so it definitely really helped to to shape and mold my um, career and, and my decisions as I figured that out throughout the program. That's great. Um, and then so I wanted to know a little bit about maybe your involvements at uh, FAMU and maybe how that helped kind of guide you your way to where you are now um, and maybe your interests. Yes. So um, I think part to talk to, um, I was involved in, in quite a few organizations, but I think the ones that probably stand out, I was involved in the Student Government Association. So that was a big uh, part of my uh, extracurricular activities at uh, FAMU, as well as um, there was a, within the business school, we had several different clubs and organizations, and there was one called the Chief Financiers Organization. So um, or also known as CFO. So my involvement in that really started to trigger, once I was clear that I was interested in finance, um, being involved in that and working with uh, individuals and even being able to connect with some of the alumni who were, uh, the FAMU alumni who had been part of that CFO organization was really helpful um, and helped to shape kind of me making my decision around what I wanted to do. It's also how I learned um, partially how I learned about uh, SEO and career in the career program, which I um, did back in 2006 as well. So, um, you know, as an alum, it's, it was definitely very helpful and that's kind of helped to shape as I matriculated through. That's amazing. Going, so going back to that, where you're speaking about, you know, being able to connect with those alumni. When you look back to that time leading up to the start of your career, are there any people or experiences that you think really propelled your career trajectory? Some of those things that you were able to um, take from and, and use as mentorship? Yeah, so let's see, people. Yeah, definitely a few people. I would definitely say some of the, um, some of my colleagues, I said, you know, alum, but 
um, maybe they were alum at the time, but they eventually kind of beca became some colleagues of mine in terms of them being just a few years older than me. And so they were very helpful. Like I said, uh, there were a couple of alums who were very helpful in, in talking to me about SEO and, and the career program and preparing me for my interviews with SEO. The program was a little bit different back then. So you applied directly just to the program and through acceptance of the program, you were placed directly with the partner, which is a little bit different than the way we operate today. So um, those particular interview, that the interview process was very, um, very intense. There were several rounds of interview like you would actually for a partner company. And so um, I definitely had a lot of assistance from alums who had done the career program um, and definitely uh, helped me out there. So there, there's a couple of people um, like uh, one of the alums, Marvin Wilmoth was very helpful um, in, in that and some of my other friends who had actually done the program. So I would say that, you know, definitely my involvement with SEO absolutely shaped uh, my career because through the career program, I, um, that's how I got the internship with Deutsche Bank. So being at a uh, non-target school for a lot of the investment banks, um, career opened up a lot of opportunities. Now, we did have a few uh, banks that definitely recruited at FAMU, but uh, Deutsche Bank was definitely not one of them. And so, you know, certainly I would not have gotten the opportunity to work there had it not been for SEO. Yeah, I, I completely echo that sentiment. You know, there's a lot of schools, you know, Florida State being one of them as well. You know, we have, you know, maybe a few banks that come on campus, but not really that much representation. And so I think that, like you said, SEO mm -hmm. is really that that organization, a gap that, um, to bridge that gap between, you know, students from all around the country and, and being able to get access to these opportunities. So talking a little bit about SEO, what role has diversity played in your professional life um, and how has it shaped the career decisions you've made? Um, so I think that, um, I mean, obviously diversity plays a huge role in my life being a, you know, of a diverse population and a person of color, right? Um, and certainly from participate from attending, um, you know, an HBCU to participating in um, a DEI organization such as SEO Career uh, to obtain the opportunity to work um, at a firm such as Deutsche Bank in wealth management, which is not historically an area that has a lot of uh, representation when it comes to people of color and women. Um, and certainly not both, not women of color. So um, there's uh, definitely a lot uh, in which it's played. And so I think that for me, through my experiences um, on Wall Street, um, for the several years that I was there and my experiences through SEO, I decided uh, sort of reawaken the, the passion that I had for helping others and more so specifically helping people, um, you know, people who, who most need it. So helping those who are typically um, or have been disadvantaged uh, as opposed to the advantage, right? So that has been certainly my focus and it helped to sort of shape that shift that I made from financial services into the uh, nonprofit sector. But it's been certainly a, a wonderful opportunity to be able to kind of bring it back full circle. And so to, to be able to give my talents back to an organization that, you know, was an integral part in me starting my career and giving me the opportunity that I had. Right, and that, that's something I've expressed as well to my own CDA is um, I see SEO as a, as a lifelong program. I, I will always be a part of it. 
I, I do look to go um, and be able to give back immediately when, once I uh, graduate school. I, I want to be able to, you know, be part of the Kronos program and uh, provide mentorship and all, all these different outlets that I can provide. Um, but I think everybody listening in that's, that doesn't maybe not know about SEO and just hears about all these great things, you know, they want to know, they want to know. Um, I'd, love, I'd love to be able to hear a little bit more about um, SEO and what it is your, um, your role is at, at SEO as assistant director and, you know, how can students benefit from it? Yeah, absolutely. So I think, um, I think it, it's important to at least kind of discuss what SEO as a whole is, right? So SEO um, sponsors for, you know, educational opportunity was founded back in the 60s at the um, height of the civil rights era, right? And so it started out as a uh, sort of essentially a mentorship program and a program to help high school uh, students, those who were um, low income, to help bridge a lot of the um, educational, you know, achievement gap, right? That that exists um, and certainly existed then, and that's uh, where where basically our scholars program was was born out of. And so eventually, after several years, um, then enter sort of the '80s, and you've been helping these uh, students, typically students of color, but certainly low income students, um, get into colleges and and, and universities. But then, you know, they weren't able to get actual opportunities, right? So then that right. there was, um, you know, SEO career, which is born out of the idea of, okay, we need to now um, create a pipeline of diverse talent um, into, into some of these spaces where they aren't typically represented, such as, you know, financial services and, and into some of the large corporations. And so what SEO career does and what we've been doing for the past 40 years since 1980, um, to be exact, is we've been helping provide opportunities for, uh, for students of color, typically those who are underrepresented in technology. And those opportunities, um, those particular opportunities are, like I said, people of color. So Black, Hispanic, and Native American are typically the students we work with. We look for um, high-achieving students who are interested, as I mentioned, in those particular um, areas and fields that we serve. And basically what we do is we provide uh, the students training and then access to over 80 partners that we have in those particular areas. So the training is free. It's all virtual. Um, you, you probably could add, tell a little bit more about it, Sebastian, in terms of you know, some of the benefits of the training, but usually it's training, there's one-on-one -on -one coaching that's provided, um, and mainly interview prep. So everything, the career program is uh, basically set up into two different phases. The first phase is the EDGE phase, which is the program that I oversee. So as an assistant director within the career program, I oversee the EDGE phase, and that's the first part, which is all about preparing our students for interviews um, with our partners so that they are able to stand out, they're able to shine when it comes to the interview process. Um, and the second phase is success for those students who get partner um, offers for internships, then they are prepared for those actual internships with additional training, additional coaching and support throughout that summer internship. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so, right, so you said, you're, you oversee EDGE and then also there's the success phase as well. So, you know, once you secure yeah. that internship, you get all that support as well to really secure that offer and make sure you, you get there. Yeah. Yeah, and, and um, I'll just interject really quickly to speak about a little bit about how it's affected me. Yeah. Um, you know, 
I think that Florida State has great rigor in their finance program, um, and I've been able to to learn a lot. But you know, frankly, uh, these partner program these partners are looking for those that exceed that that really go above and beyond, and they're kind of expecting you to already know a lot of these financial concepts and um, just be well-rounded in so many different things behaviorally and technically and frankly you're just not going to get that in that in that classroom setting at Florida State and you know not just at Florida State but all all colleges you know I think that especially once you start looking for these programs at a sophomore level at a, at a freshman level junior level you're still just not there so for me SEO has been able to provide me with mm-hmm. so many of those resources um, and I've been I learned so much um, more than I'll learn in all four years of my undergrad in just this past year that I've been involved. Um, And then I think that um, uh, another thing, just especially for those underrepresented minorities, is that we need that coaching. We need those people to look out for us and be able to tell us, hey, you know, this is what we should be doing. Um, This is how you should approach it. Because for a lot of us, we we might not have those family connections. We might not have that that, um, experience to draw from to really guide us in these things. Right. And so uh, that's what our CDA and all the support network really serves as. And it's been, you know, exponential for me. Mm-hmm. I've seen so much help. I've, I've been able to really rely upon um, my CDA, Aisha, for everything that I've ever needed. And it's really shown um, with, with the uh, success I found this, this, uh, this past recruiting season. So I know that you had spoken a little bit before about mm-hmm. your time at, at Deutsche and JCM. So when you worked there at um, these two firms, you know, what were some of those initiatives for people of color and maybe what were some of those shortcomings that you as well witnessed? Yeah. So one thing I wanted to, um, to just sort of add that and, and piggyback off of what you were saying in terms of your experience with SEO. And I want to make sure that um, your viewers understand and capture is that. So the other, the other beauty about SEO and about starting, especially with the edge program is if you're a little unclear. So remember the process that you asked me about in terms of how do I narrow down and figure out what I wanted to do in college. Right. SEO also helps with that. Right. So we do start with students as early as their freshman year. If you're a little unclear what you're interested in, but you're clear that you're interested in, you know, in business, in general, for the most part, business technology or your real estate, um, then that's part of what we do. Part of the EDGE program is also helping you to understand and learn a little bit more about those opportunities, how, um, you know, what types of skill sets are needed for those opportunities and helping you figure out which opportunity is best for you. So I wanted to mention that so that students understand it's not that you have to come in completely knowing, you know, exactly what you want to do. Part of the program um, is to be able to explore that. So, you know, we definitely want students to apply and be a part of it so that you get the opportunity to explore the different uh, tracks and different areas that are available. But moving on to your question, um, in reference to Deutsche. So, and in terms of, because JCM is a private consulting company that I um, started. So when it comes to my experience at Deutsche specifically, um, it is something that, um, in terms of, so they did have some initiatives. So I think what is what is a little unique to Deutsche and um, other non-U.S. origin banks and firms in general that you know it's, it's non-U.S. origin. So I think that um, I think Deutsche definitely tried to to create and at least, and I haven't been there in a while, so I'm not sure what is actually available today. But they definitely did have um, some affinity groups, but those groups were a little bit more general, um, and so I definitely feel like what um 
So that would be one group kind of tasked with, you know, creating programming and, and things for all people of color, right? So there was a multicultural, I think is what it was called, multicultural group. And so, um, you know, the only thing I think was a little bit of a miss with that is, you know, just um, racial and equity issues that we deal with here in the United States are very unique and specific to the United States. And so I think that, um, you know, there probably was a full understanding of the importance of um, more detailed um, diversity groups and, and affinity groups, excuse me, and within the organization. And so kind of drilling down as opposed to just one umbrella group that each one, you know, each of the diverse populations, whether it's, um, you know, African-American or, or Blacks or Native American or Asian American or Hispanic, you know, like all of those have different issues and different experiences when it comes to um, their experiences within this country. So I think that that, um, you know, certainly was a good initiative and there was some good programming that came out of it. But I think, you know, certainly where there was room for improvement was understanding the nuances and, and sort of having more um, focused affinity groups that would really allow individuals to, to have a safe space to share their experiences because the experiences definitely vary across uh, racial and ethnic groups. Yeah, 100%. I completely agree with that. You know, especially, um, for example, Deutsche, having such a global reach, you know, you really miss out on um, those issues that aren't seen on that broad spectrum, you know, and I think that right. just like that having an affinity group that can really tailor um, to each one, you have that support, you have those people that you identify with, you know, I think, especially for people of color for underrepresented minorities going on um, onto Wall Street and, and um, different firms where we really don't see that we're still trying to gain that representation. We, you know, historically just don't have that many people we identify with. So being able to have those networks of people that we can always, you know, feel at home with, you know, always be able to mm -hmm. find those people to be friends with, I think is very important. And I, I definitely, um, I definitely hope th those are things that we see building up. I know, for example, at, at J.P. Morgan Chase, where I'll be inter uh, interning at next summer, you know, there's a lot mm -hmm. of different support networks. And then, um, yeah. furthermore, they have, you know, they they have the Hispanic Executive Council. They have different organizations and uh, programs to really help broaden their and bolster di their diversity initiatives. Um, and so, it's one of these things I wanted to talk about was. I think that a lot of people think that they have to wait institutionally for these changes to be made. But I think that's one of those misconceptions that are, are really had. Um, and I think that change can be made on an individual level. I wanted to get yes. a little bit more of your um, opinions and inputs on how individuals can really help to progress diversity and inclusion. So, yeah, I think that um, that's a great question. I think, honestly, if, if I'm being completely honest, it, it completely depends, right, on, on the person, where they are in their life cycle, where they are in their professional life cycle. Um, a couple of things I said, you know, certainly for people who are, um, let's say, maybe starting out in their career, a couple of things I did was, you know, like when I first started Deutsche, I spoke to one of the, the HR professionals that was over diversity and inclusion and, and talked to them about, um, you know, doing a session at, at FAMU and coming to the, you know, coming to the school and the university. Um, so certainly one of the things, and, and so I'm going to make this specific to what I'm assuming your audience is, which is college students. Certainly one of the things that 
you know, college students or recently graduated college students. Um, even once you're maybe completed your internship, you want to make sure you get the offer. So I definitely want you guys to focus on getting the offer during the summer. But if you, you know, develop some good relationships towards the end of the summer or after you get the offer, then, you know, that's an opportunity to maybe advocate for, um, you know, someone to come to your university or your school if they aren't already doing so and, and maybe tap or tap into, um, let's say, for example, one of your uh diversity groups at the school in terms of as a resource or as a um, pipeline for, for student and for talent for them. That's one way of doing that. Um, I think what you're doing is definitely another way, right? If, if there aren't organizations, if there aren't opportunities that exist um, or safe spaces that exist at your uh, current institution, create them, right? Um, definitely don't be afraid to create them. Don't be afraid to create them even outside of your institution, right? So maybe maybe you're connecting with other students, maybe you're connecting with other edge students, and so maybe this becomes something, or you, you know, think about something else that you could create that's just for other college students that spans beyond um, just the, the university. Think about doing events, right? It can be something as simple as a diversity event that you have, right, that is bringing people together, giving people access, connecting um, individuals. I think there's a lot um, of opportunities that are available there. I completely agree. Yeah, that, that's, that's how I see what my I'm doing here. You know, I think a lot of people might think, oh, if SEO exists, if MLT, if HSF inroads exists, why am I going to go start my own thing at my own college? And the, 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 the fact of the matter is, is, um, you know, we're, we're still trying to get all of that representation. We're still trying to get that um, visibility everywhere. And I think that um, having those intimate relationships, maybe on a college level, on a regional area, yeah. to be able to get and funnel these kids to um, SEO, I think it's very important. Um, and we're, we're just, we're still not there. And I think that this is the right way to do it. So that's, that's kind of what yeah. I'm thinking of doing. And, you know, the point of these organizations is not to compete. It's really all to support each other and get to the same goal of just helping and bringing up others uh, with, with, as we build ourselves up, you know, bring others with us. And so I wanted to kind of ask you a little bit about your vision and how you see SEO progressing in the future. I know that you said that from when you were um, a career fellow, it's really changed a lot. Um, and certainly I see a lot of that change. How do you see um, SEO progressing now in the future? What, how do you guys see yourselves bolstering yourselves and really um, being dynamic? Yeah, so I do, and I apologize, but I wanna take a little point of privilege to, one of the things I wanted to add in terms of work that can be done into the diversity space is yeah. just, I think the biggest thing is, is be innovative, right? Be willing to think outside the box. Um, and so, you know, think what you can create. I, I think this is important because I want, I really think it's very important that, uh, you know, students and definitely people of your age understand that there are things that they can do. And while you can't maybe change entire structures or institutions, there are ways that you can create your own, you know, create your own boxes, right? You know, kind of think outside of it, create your own, Lane in your own areas that you can do things and definitely keeping in mind too that you know when we talk about diversity um, and inclusion and equity that it's you know diversity across the board right so not just racial diversity but also gender diversity and so I remember um, and even like working within one of the women organizations and creating an event that spoke to kind of like breaking beyond that that glass ceiling right moving from a junior level talent to 
um, or senior level talent and, and what that should look like, especially um, and specifically within um, the area, the division of wealth management, right? So the idea, the point is just think outside the box, be willing to innovate um, and be willing to think outside the box. So, um, and just remember that you do have access to do something, right? Like there's always something that we can always do. Um, and don't assume that you're too young or, you know, no one's going to listen. Like, again, create your own thing. And I think you're doing a great job, Sebastian. I definitely want to applaud you for doing so um, in terms of seeing and recognizing the need in, in your university and creating something to, to address that. But going back to your question in terms of SEO, so yeah, it definitely changed. Our, our model changed quite a bit um, in terms of, of how we operate, but we've been doing this, you know, sort of edge and two-phase model for some time. I think, you know, I don't know what change will come. I think, you know, SEO has been pretty nimble in terms of being, you know, able to kind of address or adjust, I should say, um, and adapt to changes in the market. Um, I think, you know, certainly, I think certainly at some point in time, post uh, COVID-19, whatever that is to look like, you know, I think we'll, we'll all be kind of looking and seeing what's going to happen, right? What, what, is, what are going to happen to industries? What industries are going to be affected? Um, you know, certainly I think in general, I see like any other organization will, you know, continue to look at um, opportunities to expand when it comes to industries that we're in and industries that are, um, you know, that are booming in, in industries that are kind of growth industries versus those that are, you know, a little bit more um, stable, right? And what opportunities and ways that we can grow there. In terms of the general program, I definitely foresee, you know, continuing with the current two-phase model that we have with preparing students for the opportunities and then kind of pipelining them to, um, to organizations. I definitely, you know, so far we see um, you know, kind of given everything that has happened within our country, some renewed and some increased in interest in the program from um, other corporate partners. So hopefully we'll continue to see that, see that increase and see that um, corporations are prioritizing the importance of making sure that they have diverse talent at every level, right? Which begins with even pipelining in diverse talent into their organization through the internships, because as you know, you know, a lot of companies, if they have internship programs, they typically, you know, try to hire the majority of their their starting um, incoming analysts or incoming um, individuals from their internship programs, right? So having a diverse internship programs such as SEO and any other organization that helps to provide these. I think that that's, I think that's, that's where we'll see the growth. Um, I think it'll be interesting just to see, you know, how much growth that is and, and sort of, you know, how companies will respond to everything that, that is happening on a national level. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it, this is a very unique and interesting time. I think uh, we'll see a lot of change. And I think that, um, you know, these diversity organizations are, are going to be able to pioneer that forefront and, and be able to um, be that outlet for these corporate partners to really make a change. Um, so I kind of wanted to move just at the last little bit of this this um, 
this podcast to, uh, to give a little bit of insight to some of the college students that are looking to, you know, start to bolster their career. You know, they might just be freshmen. They're just starting mm-hmm. to get out. You know, um, you know, what can a student begin doing immediately if they want to pursue a career in finance without anyone in their network that could help them? Yeah, absolutely. So that is literally what SEO career is here for, right? So I think that like I mentioned, we definitely, and I will say, you know, apply. Um, typically those, you do have to wait until you actually have a GPA, which typically happens after the first semester. But if you apply, then you're in our system and we're able to kind of notify you and remind you to complete with your GPA. But that's where we start. We're definitely seeing um, more and more um be interested in sophomore candidates. So starting your freshman year is is the right time. The one thing I think that uh, is important for everyone to understand is, you know, part of the reason why you start early is because recruiting starts really early, as you mentioned, Sebastian. So, you know, here we are, August, July, and you've gotten your internship offer for next summer, right? So that's, you know, summer 2021. And so I think it's important to, to note, typically we would start working um, at the top of this year and going through this process. So typically the recruiting cycle for a lot of finance opportunities um, within SEO is, is almost a year because they're typically, they start recruiting up to, you know, around nine months to a year in advance of the actual internship. So it's important to to start getting in the loop. Again, SEO is a free resource. If you're not quite sure, you know you're interested in finance, but you're not quite sure whether you know, you want to do investment banking versus, you know, sales and trading or versus investment research, like that's what the career program is for is to help you understand, kind of navigate that, um, help you understand how to best position yourself. And so I think um, even similar to my to myself, I had, you know, college friends, but outside of that, it's certainly within my personal and family network, ne- hadn't really had anyone who'd ever worked on Wall Street. So having that access to um, the network of a through SEO as well as you know the alums through my university who were working in this space were very integral to me because I didn't have anybody else so building that network and so one of the things I definitely want to mention about SEO and as you can see by me returning you know SEO um, once you participate and certainly once you become an intern SEO is a it's a family um, and so it, it offers that network to you that you maybe otherwise wouldn't have and and I think what's important too is it's a network outside of work, you know. So certainly once you intern, and, and this is even for you, Sebastian, once you intern on the street and you intern at that firm, you'll have that network. But your SEO specific network will always be that safe space um, where you can be your most authentic self, where you can ask um, the question no matter you know how concerning you might be or, or being concerned about you know how it, it may look or feel. Like SEO and the SEO family will be your your safe space in terms of your network. And so I think that that's um, really important. And I think that that's what, you know, the program provides and why I would definitely encourage students to apply. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think at Florida State, um, when, I, when I really began, I felt like I was <laughs> a minority at that point. You know, I, I didn't really have those people to identify with. I didn't have that safe space, let's call it. But like you said, SEO career, SEO in whole as a whole, you know, you have all those different stages. Um, you have all these people in this network that are there. They know when, when they hear you're part of SEO, they know that you have that badge, you have that, you know, you, you've been part of this organization. 
and I think that you always have those people to rely on. And I, I like you said, you always have that family um, outside of everything you do to, and it's lifelong. Um, and I like, I also wanted to touch yeah. upon it because you address it again, is that flexibility. Um, you know, a lot of people have that interest in finance, but they really don't know how to really focus that in, um, in a career path. Um, you know, that they, they might be, they might follow the markets and they might, um, analytically be very sound, but they don't know how to apply that or where to apply that. And I think that that was one of the things that really stood out to me. And I, I had expressed it to one of my buddies that I told about SEO once I was in was, um, he had told me, Oh, I'm going to go in SEO and I'm going to go straight to alternative investments. And I was like, Hey, you know, I, I know you like, you have really this like once track mind right now, but SEO provides that flexibility which I loved and there's, you don't close off. There's no silos of information. You can jump from, from track to track and really understand and get those resources um, to be able to look at all these different things and know like, Oh, maybe I do like sales and trading. I like investment management. Um, or maybe I'm more of a, a tech guy or, or um, IB. So I, I love that about SEO. Um, I know I did take advantage of that as well. Once I got in, I, I think I really did have that one track mind, you know, IB, this is what I want to do. But once I got in, I saw that we, you know, we have access to all these things and I, I just took it all. I, I, you know, I started looking at all of these things and, you know, um, you know, in the end I did go through into investment banking, but I have a more well-rounded approach to finance as a whole. And I think I've been able to apply that a lot in, in what I've learned. Um, the last question I wanted to ask you was one of the things you had mentioned at the beginning was that mentorship. And I think that one of those things, um, especially as a college student is being able to initiate those relationships. So I wanted to ask you how, how do you develop those relationships? How do you go out and, and find these mentors and really be able to initiate these conversations and create these, these partnerships, um, with these people? Yeah. So I think, um, Mentorship is a question that's always sort of asked about, right? Like, how do I, how do I get a mentor? And it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a unique sort of um, situation in the sense that it's, it's a bit twofold, right? So there, there is obviously likely some, potentially some initiation on your part, um, but there also just, it also has to click naturally too. So that, that I will say, right? There has to be some sort of natural connection um, that is made. But I will say, so let me say this. I think that networking leads to mentorship. And I don't think you can get mentorship without networking. And so the reason why I say that, when you're networking, you're just meeting people, right? You're learning about people. You're asking questions. You're, you're learning about you know, who they are. Um, and you should be networking up and down, right? So you should network at your level, right? So whether that's with other college students, you should be networking with analysts, you know, if you're on the internship, you know, definitely take the opportunity to, to network with other um, more senior people too and learn more about what they do. Um, I was always very consistent about wanting to take the time to sit down with people across the organization at varying levels and learn, just learn about what they do, ask them more about what they do and have that understanding. And so, you know, from that, I think those connections either, you know, just sort of naturally happen or it just, it just stayed at an informational interview, if that makes sense, right? Like it just stayed at the at that point. Otherwise, that person would then ask me questions. We, you know, the difference between more of an interview versus a dialogue, right? So if that conversation naturally turned into a dialogue, then there's usually some um, connection there. And, and then 
that can build the mentorship. So it's, it starts with networking is where I would say, you know, it starts with networking. It does have to, the mentorship piece does have to happen naturally, right? There just has to be a natural connection between you and that person, but you won't know if you don't network, you know? So it's like, I mean, honestly, think of it like speed dating, you know, you won't know, right? Who's, who's going to fit, who's going to be right for you. If you're not kind of getting out there, getting the opportunities and that's what networking is for you, for your professional life, right? It is, meeting different people and just kind of seeing where there might be um, some fit, where there might naturally be that. Now, keep in mind, if you're looking for someone who's mentoring you, likely they're assumably ahead of you in terms of professional um, accomplishments and that sort of thing, which means they may be pretty busy. So I would say what is important is the onus should definitely be on you as a more junior person to keep those connections going. So for example, you know, I definitely had a, um, I had an assigned mentor when I worked at, when I started as an analyst at Deutsche Bank, but then I ended up just naturally developing a mentor relationship with uh, another one of the bankers who was there. And that's someone who I literally keep in touch with to this day. And so, but typically most of the communication is initiated by me, you know, every so often I'm thinking of, Hey, I'm just checking in. The other thing is too, I don't check in needing something every time that I check in, right? Like when I'm checking in, I'm checking in, genuinely have a conversation. I make sure that I'm asking them about them, about what's going on with them. I'm making sure that the relationship doesn't feel like something where I am always simply just taking and receiving from it, but I'm, but I'm giving and I'm, I'm actually spending and spending the time and putting forth the effort to develop a real relationship. So every time that I connect with a mentor, it's not to ask for a favor, but it's also just to maintain that relationship. And I think that's what maybe some people kind of miss is, is definitely the importance of not creating a relationship, but also the work that goes into maintaining it. So that, that person, you know, is someone who's there and doesn't feel like they only hear from you when you need something. Right. You have to really actually want to be able to create a relationship and not just try to take from it. I'll also be able to give yep. as well. Yep. Um, Joycelyn, I, I cannot thank you enough for taking the time today to, to join us on this podcast and being our inaugural speaker. Um, you know, I, I really hope this will grow um, and I, I will keep, you know, in close contact and connecting. Um, are there any last words you'd like to leave for the students listening in right now? Absolutely. So, um, well, first and foremost, let me say thank you for having me. Um, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. Uh, very excited about this initiative that you created and, and congratulations again on, on that. Congratulations on your internship. Really excited for you. Um, and thank you for, you know, the opportunity to, for me to come on and, and talk about SEO and, and career and, and the importance of what we could do. I think that, um, you know, the only thing that I would leave with any of the students that are listening is just you know, just think about, think about your impact, right? Because part of our conversation while we're talking about SEO career, because the opportunity that provides for diversity, you know, and inclusion for diverse student populations. But I think what's most important is, you know, think about the ways in which you can make a difference. And I think that that goes um, across the board and that extends beyond just minority individuals, but everyone, right? Like we're at a very, we're very interesting and unique time um in our nation's history in, in our world our global history i would say and i think that you know we everyone can do something there's always something that we can each do and contribute and so even though you're in school and you are working you know towards school definitely always keep you know top of mind 
ways in which you can make a difference. There are small ways that we can all make a difference um, and all help to, you know, to create a more equitable society. Right. Joycelyn, thank you so much. Thank you, Sebastian.